warning, this show uses explicit language and adult topics. And just in case you needed the reminder, you are about to hear a comedy show, or at least an attempt at one. So without further ado and further introductions, let's get disappointing. Well, if you don't like my show, don't curse your radio, you know that no one likes my company anyway. But if you listen closely and talk intelligently, then maybe you can be a disappointment. Well, hit the road, Jack, and don't you come back no more, no more, no more, no more. I'm just kidding. We want Jack to come back because he's the today's guest of the show. Um, he's a big guy, so why not play a big fucking fat rapper? Why are we making fat jokes? Because fat people need love, too. I don't know where this bit's going. Listen, enjoy What's Beef by the Notorious B.I.G. off Life After Death. A damn good album, a damn good song, and a damn good guest. We'll be back with the second Culture Shock after this. The Commission, Uncle Paulie, P. Diddy, Cesar Leo, De Janeiro, Charlie Baltimore, Iceberg Slim, The Most right. Shady, Frankie Baby. Your key in. Money will be seen. We'll reach the fucking ceiling. Check it. Check it. My calico been top. Uh-huh. This rap Alfred Hitchcock drop top notch. Player hating won't stop. Uh, this instant. Rappers too persistent. Quick to spit. Biggie name on shit. Make my name taste like ass when you speak it. See me in the streets, your jewelry, you can keep it. That be our little secret. See me. Uh, B that is, I that is, G Wiz. Motherfuckers still in uh-huh. my bed. I hope they know my nigga gotta fucking kidnap kids. Uh, fuck them in they ass, throw them over the bridge. That's how it is. My shit is laid out. What? Fuck that beef shit. That shit is played out. Y'all got the goal. All I make is one phone call. All y'all disappear by tomorrow. All your guns is borrowed. I don't feel sorrow. Actually, your man passed the gap to me. Now check this. What's beef? Beef is when you need two cats to go to sleep. Beef is when your moms ain't safe up in the streets. Beef is when I see you. Guaranteed to be in ICU. One more time. What's beef? Beef is when you make your enemies start your jeep. Is when you roll no less than 30 deep Beef is when I see you Guaranteed to be your I see you Check it I done smoked with the best uh-huh. of them Shot at the rest uh-huh. of them Was about a hundred or more Maybe less of them Got my rocks off That nigga from the brook Just be wildin' on you Just be stylin' on so you crazy. And I so tried crazy. to warn you But your eyes fucked up now I cleared them shits with hits You on the fucking bench All in my friends, but uh, Sometimes I get kinda Peeved at these Weak MCs With these Supreme ball of life Lyrics I call them like I see your G Y'all niggas sound like me Y'all was grimy in the early 90s Far behind me It ain't hard to find me Number one with the booyaka Give me the Remy and the Chronic Ain't no telling what I do to y'all It's obvious the game's new to y'all Take the Ends you make and spend them on the two to huh? One shot, I'm through with you. Beef. beef is when you need two gas to go to sleep. Beef is when your moms ain't safe up in the streets. Beef is when I see you. 
Guaranteed to be in ICU One more time, what's beef? Beef is when you make your enemies start your cheek Beef is when you roll no less than 30 deep Beef is when I see you Guaranteed to be in ICU There be nothing, there be nothing but smooth sailing When I spit shots, now your crew's bailing All I got is heat and tough talk for you Tie you up, cut your balls off just for you Man, listen, straight torture Look what that slick shit bought ya A first class ticket to Lucifer Real name Christopher Watch me set it off like Vivica Here lies your demise Close your eyes, think good thoughts Die while your skin start to glisten Pale blue, hands get cold, your soul's risen It's bad cause I just begun Will make this shit real bad, I was having fun <laughs> What's beef? What's beef is when you need two cats to go to sleep Beef is when your moms ain't safe up in the streets Beef is when I see you Guaranteed to be in ICU One more time, what's beef? What's beef is when you make your enemies start your cheese Beef is when you roll no less than 30 deep Beef is when I see you Guaranteed to be in ICU And I'm through 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 And Biggie Smalls mood, so I guess I'm gonna play you another fucking Biggie Smalls song. Why? Because this energy of this show is very big. We got a big guest. I want big rappers. I want big, big, big motherfucker. So please enjoy Business You're Doing by Biggie Smalls. Uh, it's a great culture shock because it has a lot of influence from a lot of different rappers in it, but it's still a beat uh, compressed over his first verse. Um, Biggie, if you're ever listening out there in the great cosmos of what the fuck ever, maybe you've traveled inside MP3s to help improve music. If you ever find this and find me, come be on the show. I know I'm talking to a dead man, but hey, that's why we're disappointments. Enjoy. Uh, yeah. Peter Willis. Uh, yeah. Cause I'm the realest. Niggas know who's the mind blower, the weed grower. Have you seen doubles like Noah, the rhyme flower, B I G? Top pops with the clock, check your pockets and your sockets. Just the way my pops fuck me when you throw the drop, check them thoroughly. The bastard might spin around and try to bury me, and dead niggas don't make. No moves. When I'm swinging in the hood, I don't fake no moves, alright? Reminiscing on my swinger days When I drove a caddy and my bitch sported finger waves Yeah, she had the Gucci boots, I had Saruchi suits Oshkosh, Bagosh, Coca-Cola looking real cute Junior Mafia representing Bucktown Mac 11 cop back, niggas better duck down Face down, you know the routine, the green earrings You know the drama, Biggie Brain, let's get it on uh, Yeah 
under pressure The stressor had me drinking, thinking niggas after me Much too paranoid to blink Wonder why the police don't want to see stacking G's They after a blink, but I won't let them capture me I gotta thank the Lord for the weed and the nicotine I can't sleep, close my eyes and see wicked things I keep my pistol by my bedside One in the chamber, preoccupied with homicide My life's in danger, rolling down the 45 Beware strangers, hand on my 45 That's what the fame does I'm probably wrong, but I'll never know it till I'm gone From out the gutter where the jealous motherfuckers roam Pass the weed, let that Hennessy get to me Before the penitentiary Be the realest <laughs> Yeah, uh Check it, uh, cause I'm the realest, uh, yeah, check that flow, <laughs> how long will it last, I wish it wasn't war, I know I got the skill to make records, they need to put me on, some said war, for writing rap songs, about to wait, I feel the sake, I won't last long, gotta be strong, even though my life ain't shit, uh, hoping and praying to live legit, won't quit, sometimes I try to borrow some loot, motherfuckers be front, and take their ass too cute, to let it up in hand, Short arms, a deep pocket But I'm here to see the hands stick out When I skyrocket And get the profit Watch everything go in reverse Niggas should've known from jump For what it's worth I give birth to a track When I spit a lyric Style so flat Why you skinny like an anorexic I went through so much drama How to write a book And how to deal with drama Be the realest uh, Yeah uh, uh, Cause I'm the realest uh, Yeah Bill it out Check it Wise, my enterprise like Star Trek Got niggas vexed cause I be fucking up their whole set Yeah, niggas a pet, my lyrics a death threat To whack MC's jet, CHI's the vet Never forget the Houston drama My whole death track quick, be smoking on ganja, ganja Be the realest, <laughs> yeah Cause I'm the realest, <laughs> yeah On the real time Check it. Be the realist. Disappointery. It's kind of like a Japanese impression, I guess, if you're a racist that lived through a 90s sitcom era of how you were supposed to portray somebody of Asian descent in a sitcom because you had to, the whole joke was that they had an accent. It wasn't even anything that they were doing. It was the white guy in New York that was in the conundrum and then fucking... I don't know where I'm going with this besides this Seinfeld description. In chair one is... I'm Jack. And this is the show. <laughs> Welcome Terrific. Jack. <laughs> now, time out, dude. Yes. With your your Asian thing. <laughs> Was it we an interesting forget. point? Well, you, as a as a white guy who also <laughs> does Asian impressions sometimes. Yeah. And I'll tell you about a time of that soon, I suppose. We cannot forget that the best white dude doing an Asian is Mickey Rooney in Breakfast at Tiffany's. <laughs> What That's an answer. the best one. What an educated answer. <laughs> it's the, it, he did yellow face? Is that wrong to say? Is that, he said he did yellow face? <laughs> I mean, because it, it's, like, it's not blackface. We're right out of the gates on this but, one, folks. <laughs> it's not blackface, but it is, I mean, Asian face. But Asian face sounds like a trend. We're doing um, what I love, the essence of Sunny, and it exists only to have... In- incredibly crazy quotes for sure so like sunny one of the best quotes they've ever uh as in sunny is, in philadelphia yeah it's always okay. sunny in philadelphia yeah. i just say it a lot on the show so if they, if, if you don't know what i'm talking about by this point why the fuck are you listening to this no radio? i'm just making radio sure show. i think so <laughs> you're good so we're in the right track i'm, we're, right. I'm here too bitch <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um 
I fucking... Uh, oh, shit. I do have a hair tie in my pocket. That's good news. You're hilarious. One of my favorite quotes that they've ever done is uh, Frank. He goes, they're discussing blackface. And they're discussing, <laughs> like... Of course. How do you do it and all this stuff. And, blah, blah, blah. and of course, like, it's obviously wrong. Mm-hmm. But, like, they're they're talking about other stuff and getting really rabbit-holed into the conversation. And then out of nowhere, Frank just goes, it's all about the right shoe polish. Uh-huh. And they're like, no, that's not at all what <laughs> this is about. <laughs> and it's just the fact that, like, you can have a show that's so all over the place bad. Weird, it's ridiculous. That you can have... Disappointing. I remember the first, <laughs> the first time I watched that show, it was... I had just moved out. And by that, I mean my parents moved, and I had the house for a little while. Right. And, uh... I, so Time I started, to kill. I, watched, I started watching it, because I knew my parents, my mom especially, didn't like it. I knew she... That's knew fucking she, crazy, because it's the best show on television. It's... I disagree, and we can go into that later. Oh! It's not the best show on television. Best sitcom. <laughs> you look so... No. You look so upset in your face. What's better than it? Brooklyn Nine-Nine. No. Brooklyn Nine Nine's funny. As no, fuck, it's dude. so easy though. I don't give a shit. It's fun. It's, it's be- easy comedy. Plus, it's, it's still, in the background. Plus, well, and I'm so not trying to be shitty, sunny Philadelphia. but it's owned by. But Brooklyn Nine Nine's owned by Fox, so they always put that NBC, Fox, my dude. Fox spin censorship on it. But now yeah. that Sunny's owned by FXX, dude, they started oh, saying that's, fuck in their oh, seasons, yeah. and I've came every time. They, I've heard. they did it on uh, You're the Worst, also. Dude, they said the N word hardy our first episode. What more? I have you a come fun, out of the gate with that. I have a fun N-word story to tell you if oh, you'd like God. to hear it. I won't stop you, okay. I guess. So, no, it's it's not bad, but it's it's funny. It's, there's a 16-year-old kid I work with. I'm not going to tell you his name, but he has a hot mom and he knows who he is. <laughs> what a description. He's like, at home, he's like, yeah, exactly. me? Me? Yeah. <laughs> No, I'm always telling him that I'm banging his mom, and he's just like, I know. <laughs> like, it's fine. I know. <laughs> yeah. No, I asked, well, we were at work yesterday. Okay. And I like to ask questions that, like, shouldn't Push be asked. Push envelopes. I asked him, I was like, hey, what's your favorite racial slur? I think mine is kraut. And, uh, <laughs> and he looks at me for a second, and he says, and I, verbatim, he says, you know, I could use a good old-fashioned hard R. Oh no! No, but that—that's the best way. To, he didn't yeah. say N word. Yeah, but that's He's, a good old a good old fashioned hard R. Like you and can almost hear the Southerner accent needed to be. It's like he's sixteen. He came up on the spot. I laughed my ass off. Oh man, I that's pretty good. I think my favorite cuss word or uh, racial slur, sorry, is Guinea. It's just so that's funny a good to one. say. Kike's, Kike's funny too, because nobody says it anymore. No. Who says kike anymore? I did an all-Jewish episode because yeah. I had a Jewish guest on, Colin from New York. Yeah. Um, he's a comedy songwriter. He has an album uh, called... Oh, fuck. I used to plug it all the time. Self-Helpless? No, hold on. Oh, it's okay. um. So it's not Ron Hirschberg. Uh, it's like a Jewish pun. It's a music Jewish album, and it's comedy style. It's very funny. Uh, okay. But it's... um. Oh, fuck. I guess it doesn't matter. Listen, it's in the, go listen to that interview. <laughs> Have you ever noticed that black people are the only people to use a racial slur as a term of endearment? Um, Jews don't look at each other and go, what up, my kike? They don't do that. What up, my kike? <laughs> they don't do that. I mean, okay, in, my def- in their defense, I almost said my defense because sometimes I'm like, you know, <laughs> no, I, uh, Black, Black Panther Panthers. movements. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, Wakanda forever. <laughs> Wakanda forever. I think 
it's not really the same word. I consider them two totally different words. No, I because agree. I think the They're, first one was made by white people. We've talked about this. Oh, have we? Have we have? And like, I knew it would come up, oh, but God. like, no. <laughs> it, I just think it's the funny a is a term of endearment. I think it's. I understand. It's like a, it's a piece. Well, I don't even think right. it's that. I just think it's You're funny, right. and like, I think it's 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 an interesting joke to point out. Hey, what have I told you? The first one that's like, because the first one even sounds like it was invented by a white person. It does. But the second because one has some flow and some flavor to it, as it if it has a different meaning. Because <coughs> it does have a different meaning. It's got meaning. soul to it. Yes. It's, it's meant for brotherhood and bringing people together. Uh, Jeremy Johnston, he's a comic, and since he has a joke about like, racial slurs and things being, uh, being simple, and like, you know, like, like the N-word, it's six letters, it's all hard consonants, very simple, it's that straightforward. Like... You never hear somebody be like, <laughs> he heard somebody say faggot once, yeah. and he's like, huh, all this time I've been saying fajot. 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 Something very simple. Yeah. I, um, I do a joke to where, because I'll never say the hard ER on stage. I might say the I soft G at some I say nigga on this show all the time. But I just said, like, hard ER, I can't ever imagine me saying it on stage. I did one time. But I do bad. think it would be funny to do a joke, because I've written it, but I haven't really delivered it on stage, where I'm like, what I'm about to say is going to offend most black people and some woke white people. And uh -huh. then I go in, and I'm like, you know, I think there's a difference between nigga and the word nig, and, like, <laughs> the finishing, it's, the way you finish the word yeah. is the horn of, like, nig, and you list, then you actually become intelligent. You list the reasons yeah. like, well, the first one that heart ends in a horn trumpet sound was made to impress people. The second one was made to liberate and bring them together. And I think at the end of the day, that was, is the, if that Mr. Is Rogers the was still alive, he would say nigga. <laughs> because he knows it's about, that's how you bring the community and the neighborhood together. Yeah. and he, He's from the hood! He, he, Mr. Robinson moves next door. The neighborhood! <laughs> um, but I fucking, I don't know. Like, I have a lot of black older brothers, and they don't care that I say it, because they know it's not a bad word. If I dropped a hard yard, yeah, there'd be a There'd lot be a problem. So many problems. <laughs> because they're totally two different words. They are. Plus, like, I, here's my favorite defense. I, I, I brought all this up with four black female guests that paid for basketball for the right yeah. state on my show once, and I was like, here's the thing. If I see a friend that I haven't seen in a very long time, mm -hmm. and I'm just pumped as a motherfucker to see this person walk in the door, we lock eyes, I'm like, oh shit, hand in the air, what comes yeah. out? What, <laughs> nigga? <laughs> like, it's just, it's, it's just fun. And even if you don't feel comfortable saying the word, if somebody says it with that kind of energy out in the world, you're like, damn... You know, I like to use it to think No matter the what right they people. think's happening, they at least see two people excited to see each other and they're like, damn, they're they're friends. <laughs> For sure. Okay, if that's the takeaway from that word is that we're friends, why aren't we saying it, you sons of bitches? I don't know. I feel like these points have no point. <laughs> <laughs> no. But I don't think they should. Um, what is your favorite thing to like rabbit hole down? A lot of people like space stuff, some people like religion. I don't know. I mean, I like I like playing I like six planes. degrees from. I thought you were gonna be like, I like planes. I like planes. They fly. I mean, would you like to hear that story I was about me being Asian? You being Asian? No, well, me being incredibly racist for a couple of minutes one time. 
Sure. <laughs> okay, so... Uh, it's your life. Is, you live it, buddy. <laughs> all right, so it was a while back, okay? Yes. I was uh, with my girlfriend, Megan, at the time. We were in the car. We were going through McDonald's at, like, 10 o'clock at night, whatever. Uh, going through, and we get up to the, get up to the box, and she's like... Uh, she's like, thank you, come McDonald's, Dan. Take your order, please. Like, it, right? It's incredible. Like, it's... And I... That's super Asian. It's very, it's right, it's incredibly thick, and it's exactly like that. And uh, and so we order the food. I'm sitting there laughing because it is so racist. Out of nowhere. Yeah. And it's not it's illegal just, for people to It's not racist, but it's just like. It's just like you weren't It's raised. how she talked, right? So we get out of the microphone, and I look at Megan, and I'm, I'm laughing my ass off, and I'm like. Saying things like you fucking slant, like like oh, Xing Zhang, whatever. Thank you, go shitty walk. Take your order, freeze. You right. just felt the need to be. I was yeah, really for like racist three for minutes no in the minute. line, like because you were like, you know what? Until it's so there's cars right in front now, of me, I have yeah. to be. I have to let it out. So <laughs> it's safe. And she was laughing her ass. Off. It was fine. It's the most white privileged thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> I just had to let it out. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I was in my car. My car is black, so <laughs> it's um, fun. We get up to the, we're the second in line, okay? Mm-hmm. And I see at the window, there's this little white girl, right? Just like, she hands food to whoever, and it's just, through, oh, there's a little white girl, she doesn't have a headset on, whatever. And we pull up to the window, and she opens up the window and goes, that would be nine ninety five. I'm like, what the fuck? Wait, like, so it was not? Dude, no, this little white girl had this insanely thick, like, Asian thing Maybe going she was on. Just fucking with people. I don't know, but, like, a dog came up to me and went meow, and it scared the shit out of me. Meow. Meow. <laughs> like, it was just. This it sounds was, like a bad acid trip. Dude, my, my brain took a shit. Like, it was just weird. <sighs> I didn't. I didn't know what to do, and for like a half hour, I kept stealing French fries, and like, yeah, it was, it it threw me off, like, it was a glitch in the Matrix. (laughs) Yeah, there was the bug. A glitch in the Matrix. Huh. It's like, huh, deja vu. (laughs) You know, Tom Segura does a bit like that, where he's like, some people of totally different ways can have totally different, just from a chance brain. It is, and And I actually experienced it. it That's why I used his punchline, because it, it punctuates the point. What if that's what Man, it was all along? Maybe. That would have been crazy. That's nuts. I um, I wonder sometimes if it's ever like off limits for any specific race to make any specific, I guess, impressions or jokes about any other races. And I don't even give the example for like white people because we, we're already tackling mountains of uh, grammatical adversity trying to bring the world together. And like laugh <laughs> because while most of the world's like you don't get to say anything you're a white guy it's yeah. like but the fact that you keep saying that means I'm gonna keep trying and that's something to think about <laughs> for sure <laughs> because we're not trying to be assholes about that we're just trying to say like if you put some a wall in front of somebody and say don't climb it at some point somebody's gonna try to climb it it's like, because they're why like, do I have to what the fuck's on the other side of that wall you know what yeah. I mean <laughs> like what are you why are you trying to hide it and I think everybody. I think it comes from a place of everybody wanting their own thing of privacy and like their own little thing of like you can't come here. It's mm. only our, it's our club. Everybody wants a club. Maybe that's what yeah. it is. Maybe everybody's holding on to that childhood feeling of like, man, do you remember when it's, you and like two buddies had like that secret club? Real life is very clicky these days. 
Yeah, and maybe we accidentally click, click, having a click in like racial groups are like, is what it evolved to, and we so, just didn't notice it in time. A click that I don't like. That's why white people hang out. They're get, just like, this is our white click. While we're on this, <laughs> like, my I, zipper has been down the whole fucking time. It's fine. And anyway, <laughs> said it's fine. <laughs> so. Uh, I noticed it, and then I made my piece with it. I was like, oh, he's not that kind of guy. I, guess, so. <laughs> I don't see his cock, so I guess I won't be alarmed no, just yet. <laughs> yeah. It's, anyway. Uh, damn. Right? Fuck. Best kind of show. Yeah. Disappointing. <laughs> oh, core. damn. I feel like the ending to Lost right now, like, just... Just what? kind of like feeling like you want to yell, but then well, I don't know because I never watched Lost. I just know a lot of people. People hate say that. that when they're confused. People just hate it. I don't know. I like Lost. I didn't see people the end. hate the ending. I don't know. Maybe that's why I like Lost because I didn't see the ending. <laughs> yeah, it's I never watched. It lives it. on in my memories, dude. A show I hated the ending. Uh, you're the worst. It's FXX, you know. And it's, you it's know what ended terrific. badly because it didn't get another season. Mm-hmm. The Last Man on Earth was. Fucking hilarious if you've ever seen it. Uh, I've heard, I've been told to watch it, but I haven't. And it just, it ends in a really bad way only because it ends on a fucking cliffhanger. You're like, what the fuck is happening? And then like all of a sudden, nothing. Yeah. And no more. And you're like, (laughs) but, but that's not how this is supposed to work. Like, I hate that. Like when you make something really, really good and then everybody fucking wants it. I feel like that's what Rick and Morty people feel like. When they're like, oh shit! Like every like our episodes are like heroin, and if I we give too many watched, of them, people are overdosed. I haven't watched season four. You've so. been sustaining. I haven't. Well, it's not on Hulu. Is it not still? Not yet. No, not yet. Maybe I watched it illegally. Well, I know. I think, Quote me, fucking fence. <laughs> my roommate, my roommate was watching it on the Adult Swim app. Like I guess you okay. can do that. So. I tried to watch but, it, but they didn't have the current season. I don't there. know. Yeah, uh, four. I don't. I haven't seen it. Uh, one, two, and three were terrific. I watched. I binge watched them all uh, about two years ago, because I got I got a handful of mouth disease. My little my baby sister gave it to me, and when you're a baby, it's like you know two three days. It's short and sweet and not bad, and it's over. Um, I as an adult, it knocks you on your ass. What happened? I, hand, foot, and mouth is when you see a toddler like little spots on their hands and around their mouth, like little, just little spots that it, they go away eventually. And it's harmless. Every kid gets it. Okay. I got it from my baby sister who picked it up wherever she was like a year old at the time. You know, I just happened. Babies, whatever. It started, and I like I got like started having a sore throat kind of thing. Well, uh, lands, and then like I notices spots like coming in. And uh, I was like, oh, well, shit. And then I asked my dad. He's like, oh, you probably got half foot and mouth, right? And then second day, it gone from, like, the little spots to, like, fucking hives. Like, it was bad. And then after then after that, over the, over the course of three, four days, like, my hands, the entire surface of my hand was a blister. <laughs> like, and I felt like shit, and I, <laughs> I couldn't, dude, I couldn't do anything. I couldn't light a cigarette. <laughs> like, I couldn't, it hurt so bad. I had a, I had a friend of mine from work. A piece you wanted to, like, put a do-rag on and just do a Dave Chappelle impression and be like, damn it, woman, light my cigarette. <laughs> I, I literally, I lit a cigarette on the stove. 
I can't, if, I can't fucking fuck up with like, that lighter. <laughs> no, it was terrible. That's it, crazy. And it was, it was like 10 days. I was on my ass. I was kind of out of commission for a really long time after I got my wisdom teeth out. Because it felt like, it was just terrible, terrible. Yeah. It felt like I was not only like violated in the mouth. See, not only have I not had my wisdom teeth out, I've, I'm 22 years old and I've never been to a dentist. <laughs> but I take I take good care of my teeth. I don't have any cavities or no. I don't have any issues in my teeth whatsoever. Okay. And they're clean. But like, there is a point where when I wake up in the morning, I cannot stand the taste of the inside of my mouth. So it's like I know I need to go. I'm gonna be honest. I don't not... really give a shit and notice just because, you know, I'm me. And then I only give a shit as soon as, like, if Abby spends the night at some point, like, because sometimes, like, because, you know, on the weekends she's here. Yeah. Um, I'll wake over and I'll turn over and be like, good morning. And she'll be like, good morning. Oh, God damn it, Deanna. Yeah. Your breath smells like dog shit. And then I give a yeah. shit because I'm like, ugh. All right. Yeah. I'll go start my day. The, the first thing I, before Why can't I can't we wallow pee? in our dog shit smell for a little before bit? Before I <laughs> pee in the morning, I brush my teeth. Damn. I yeah. at least got to get the I pee have out. to. I'm not ashamed to admit this because I just don't care anymore. Um, I don't really try to stand and pee. I just prefer to sit. And while I know that comes off as a feminine statement, hold on, it gets worse. It comes off as a lazy statement. I just don't like to stand. Yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) I mean, I... I've only accidentally I would do that if my, I weren't a pussy. But and I've only like, accidentally dunked my dick into toilet water like once before. So like, uh, so far, pretty good track record. And so far, only one deep water toilet. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, there's just something about like, I kind of get it. Like sitting down to pee, you can just kind of like close your eyes. Like when you're pissed as a man, you have to like, you stand and hold this rod and you're like, I have to somewhat give a shit aim. Because a PC is just like, ah, oh, I want to go hands-free and just be like, what is my phone looking at? Or just fucking like whatever and just be like, hmm. And you can't because if you if you start to lean back a little bit, you're going to piss on the fucking rim or like the toilet seat cover on the bottom. And now hey. you're, just, you're creating so many problems. Who, who the fuck told you you can't do that? <laughs> the maids <laughs> that I didn't have as a kid. Um, Dude, but then like any public bath no it doesn't matter it's your bathroom. time <laughs> no, they're giving you their building they're the responsible for it I don't actively piss on everything but, but I happens, do happens. text while I piss in a Bob Evans but that's <laughs> in a Bob like, Evans cause I don't care yeah my workplace I'm careful obviously but even that, like, the fucking driver's but, letting go. But, shit. again, it's, bad. it's so nice just to sit down, Pete, as soon as you start pissing, and you're like, oh, and you can just kind of, like, you can just close your eyes for a second. If I sit down... And honestly, down you can just kind of, like, and this is bad, you can just kind of, like, baby diaper style and just, like, let just shit happen, and you're like, oh, this is nice. It's it, almost, it's like the freedom of pissing in the shower. Yeah, the freedom of pissing in the shower is indeed a thing. Now, imagine that freedom not wet, confined into a shower. And you can just do that on any toilet anywhere. That's a little free. If I'm at work and I sit down to piss, I'm going to fall asleep. Well, I, mean, I can't do right. that. Yeah, all right. And if I'm at home and have to piss, it's usually because I've been waiting for my roommate to get done shitting, and I don't want to sit down while it's still warm. Well, I mean, I do agree you should stand pee if you're just trying to like get to it. But like, if, you're just, if you need a sec, try sitting pee next time. Listen to me. Man at home. Like, <laughs> 
It's like, I you'll go, thank I me. You'll be like, holy family. shit. No, because you'll spread like, legs a little bit and you'll just chill out and you'll be like, and you'll close your eyes and you'll be like, holy shit, piss is coming out of me and I don't have to aim or look. And you're going to be like, I'm so glad that before this started happening, I decided to point my dick down. Because if you don't, it's going to be pointed out and you're going to piss right through the fucking toilet room. Yeah. And then it's going to shoot off into your goddamn yeah, bathroom. Don't do that. So definitely point your dicks down. Folks, this is what the, today's episode was about. So that? there's the same amount of effort. You have no, to point you, your dick one, down. Okay, here's the difference. When you're standing and peeing, you kind of have to like hold aim like a fire hose. But when you're sitting, it's one tuck job, like a training, just like a boop. Dude, and then it's urinal. like, oh yeah, urinal. Just it's just the same. It's you're you just fucking. Now for it. everybody at home with big ass balls, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> stop, stop. <laughs> That's, I don't think any of your olders are listeners or old enough. I don't think anybody's listening. Problem. Not <laughs> right now, obviously. Or ever. <laughs> this is a terrible show. <laughs> There's a reason we call it disappointing. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, uh, I guess I should try to make it like an interview. Uh, I usually I, I usually make that joke every episode. Where I'm like, I guess I'll try to make it somewhat like a show show. So we met outside of Wiley's. Yeah. And I saw you perform a bit about Waffle House, and I thought it was really funny. Oh, thanks. So then after the show, I was like, hey, man, I'm not trying to be that comic, but, like, I really did like your one Waffle House joke, and I think you could do so much more with it, and it could be such a longer bit, and yeah. I think you could say this, and it'd be a lot funnier. I was and really... And I was trying to come from a place of, like, I hope you don't think I'm trying to be that comic that's like, I know everything. I no, just... no, you're you're right. And, like, even, even... I take it a lot. And, like, I worked on that with Blake. <coughs> a lot. And I had it to the point... It was about... It was about two and a half minutes long. And it was... It was solid and really good. It was a really good bit. And, uh... So are you still happened? writing stuff? Because I remember last time we talked, you were you were saying that you didn't really like think you were going to pursue the comedy. Thing Me, much. oh my writing these days is not for stage. For you, you're writing for the page. Yeah, um, and I'm just and I'm in in a weird like headspace right now. Okay, that is it. I mean, I'm just in the last couple of months. I've discovered like how to grow up. What does that mean? Uh, okay, so I'll share this story. So, uh, I had a job at the bar for a long time. It was a good, it was a good time, and I, I turned 21. I came of age in that bar, you know, and I have a lot of close friends there, a lot okay. of good stories, and that was, that was my place, and everybody loves me there. I love everyone. It was like it's, your own cheers. Dude, it was, and I frequently described it as such. It, you know, it's the same shit, you know? Uh, and one day, on my day off, uh, I came in to work. On my day off, at 1 p.m., and I started drinking. Mm -hmm. And then, at like 9.30 p.m., still having been drinking, uh, I just, I thought it would be a good idea to go up to the hostess, who was 16, and who, we were tight anyway. Like, she was my hostess. I was in charge of the line. Like, she did what I asked her. It was cool. Worked together. Yeah, it was, and we were we were tight, and then see, and I'm I'm like I don't I've only heard that I've done this. I don't remember. Do, that's the problem. Oh, it's one of these stories where you're here. <coughs> it's a story about you. That I you, was blackout drunk from like at my three, place of employment yeah, on my day off from three to four different perspectives. Bad idea. Yeah, 
And and I decided to go to this house and say, hey, let's get a blunt and a bottle of wine and see what happens. Let's and like, I, and like dude, and I scared the shit out of her. Her oh, mom called no. up there. Uh, Marla, the bartender, she's uh, who, uh, she's a very dear friend of mine. She's a wonderful this lady. big guy's gonna fuck me. Marla, ah. came, she came out. She, uh, I was on the patio and she grabbed me, she grabbed me by the arm. She's like, parking lot now. And like, those are the worst. You're like, and I and I sobered up right then, like because I was like, oh, what's happening? <laughs> and then she says, uh, she says, hey, um, the hell was that? And it was like anger. And she said, like, you need to leave. And I said, I said okay. I came out. I paid my tab ninety eight dollars on my own. Damn. Yeah. I don't even know what you drank. A lot of Miller High Life and a lot of Old Crow. <laughs> okay. And some chicken wings. And some chicken wings. All right, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, but it was bad. And then I was very drunk, so I called my aunt to pick me up. Drunkenly. And she did. And then um, she also drove me to buy a weed. <laughs> that's fucking awesome. And like at the same time, and then I then I left. Well, because you're down and out, and your aunt's like, and you know would be, you know, would be awesome, weed right now. <laughs> no, no, I asked her if she could take me, and she's like, I guess. That's fucking hilarious. Anyway, and then well, I, I came back, so she drove me back. I'd sobered up a little bit. I took, my, I left my keys at the bar, so I had to go back. I go, I get my keys. The cops are there. No, there's that fat guy. I'm kidding. The cops are there, and uh, Marla looks at me. And she was like, she's like, this is not a good situation right now. And I'm like, oh, damn, this is what's going on. I, I went back. Keys, man. I talked to him. coming to get my keys. I was talking to one of my dudes in the kitchen. Uh, I was talking to Mike. And he's he's like, this is not a good thing. Like, we don't know what's going to happen now. See, my th- I don't know if be that guy, but like, if all you said was like, if a drunkenly just like wanna ball I can't really see that coming she off. She is super crazy. sixteen years old and yeah. I was hammered drunk mm, and that, I'm a big dude and I help. carry a lot with my voice. Yeah. And that when I get help. when I get creepy, I get really creepy. Yeah. You know, I can do that. And it's it might it, have came off scared, weird. It, it, <laughs> it did no come shit. Sure no not. shit. No Listen shit. Listen to the story. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, somebody get this guy a fucking puppers. Fuck this dude. Damn. So that's wild as fuck. So like, that sucks that that's how those situations. That was bad. And then I got fired. And then like, I did some odd jobs for a while. I thought I could get by with driving around for DoorDash and buying mm-hmm. weed. And no, I couldn't. And uh, now I manage a pizza place. So we're cool. Oh, yeah. Cool. So I'm like, I'm like financially stable. Now, for the first time in literally ever. And, like, I'm doing... I'm figuring out how to be a grown-up. This is what you mean by And, like, how yeah. To, how to be a grown-up. Yeah, um... And so, like, my... And, like, the thought process and, like, what's... What's happening right now. I've just... I've been at home a lot, obviously. Mm-hmm. So, like... A lot of self-reflection. A lot of my shit's coming out of, like... Out of what I'm reading, what I'm watching, and what's coming out of my own head, and it's all like influencing everything, and you know it's, and uh, it's inspiring some like solid fiction, I think. Okay. So like that's kind of where we're going with, and you know I'm, 
I'm comfortable there. You know, I'm comfortable thinking about, you know, like... You're comfortable in the weird of in, not knowing... I'm in my life. own head and putting it on paper. Yeah. I'm fine with that. It's terrific. Okay. Um, I should actually... I'll email you... Uh, it makes short, you feel very at peace with yourself. I'll email you a short... My favorite short story I've written. It's, uh, it's not published or nothing, but it made my mom cry. Oh. And... And it's like, yeah, I am proud of it. It's really good, I think. it's I like it a lot. So, um, yeah, I'll send it to you. <laughs> okay. It's cool. It's fun to have this time during this quarantine and know everything sucks a big old fucking cock and balls, like, to work on stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think the artists of everybody are, like, really dealing with it the best because they have the most time to work on mm-hmm. stuff. The writers have time to write. The painters have time to paint. And the musicians have time to record. Mm-hmm. And, the, I mean, you've seen it. Every fucking celebrity out of his ass has started a new podcast. I can't tell you how many more podcasts yeah. have responded. Dude, up uh, since this and probably fucking recorded Kara Sedgwick and Kevin Bacon have been putting music shit on their Facebook. The, they've, they've been married for, like, 37 years. Can you believe that? Yeah. The two That's dudes insane. from Scrubs started a podcast together. Oh, hell yeah. Zach Braff and <laughs> Turk. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. And they were, like, best friends for real life. And it's, like, or some bullshit like that. And they just talk about Scrubs and, like... That's cool. <laughs> That's cool like, as fuck. Okay, it's fuck. But I love it. And then the... I mean, I, I, I like The Office, but I don't think it's better than Sunny. Like I don't means. think it's... I think as far as... It's pretty funny, but it's pretty it's, safe. It's funny, it's, it's good. It's also safe humor. Which is fine. Yeah. But it's con- pretty consistently safe humor. And to while, be fair, Michael Scott says some pretty fucked up shit once in a while. Like, yes, once in a while. But it's like, it's because it's like antithetical to the cor- like, corporate world. That's still like that's safe, stupidic humor, because you're pinning it on a guy who's just dumb. It's network TV offensive. Yes. It's super offensive, but that's only but I like my, on I like yet. my, like, that, that version of offensive is like a knife that's kind of sharp. I like my comedy knives to be fucking like razor blade sharp potentially rusty so you get an infection like not only sharp but i need the damage to last over like you're you're trying to give people tetanus yeah exactly so like (laughs) mouth pain from laughing is what we're shooting for um but like i don't know i think comedy is just a versatile breeding ground of so many different varieties of what you want out of it and that's why i love talking comedy because it's one of those things that some people have their definition of comedy of like, you know, you can't say this, you can't say that. And some people think you could say everything. And some people are like, oh, you should have one niche and stick to it. And everybody's got a different opinion because I think everybody has a, diff- a favorite comic and they just, they're describing you their comic. Because they're yeah. like, oh, I've seen them and they're famous and they obviously figured it out. I would say like my, my favorite comic that I kind of, I was trying to emulate kind of the, I still, I think his brand of humor influences mine just off the cuff anyway. Chad Daniels a lot. Okay. He's definitely my favorite right now, for sure. He's excellent. Um, I like Dave Chappelle. He definitely Oh, Chappelle's, I mean, Chappelle. Well, I mean, just everything he's done, like his movies, the way he conducts himself. From the Chappelle show, his he's, stand-up. He's the epitome of a comedian. And he's I've terrific. rewatched his Mark Twain like acceptance speech like over and over and over and over again. Yeah, I still have yet to watch that. I just got my dad's Netflix password, so I'm definitely gonna watch it here soon. It's pretty killer, and like mm-hmm. I just I love his comedy because it just pushed the envelope of like 
he really is taking that stance as a black dude being like you as a white person should be able to say nigga and like yeah why have you been letting black people say hard ERs in old television we're not n-words and yeah. I'm like that's such a perfect bubble yeah. of a concept of a joke for oh, people to pop and they're like one of the shit. best instances of the n-word on tv uh, is in atlanta the donald glover show Damn, FX. I haven't started it, but it's in my stuff. Dude, it's super incredible. Dude, I know. Season two is. I'm waiting for three. It's supposed to come back this year. If you like, um, but I dude. like. I, see, I like Louis. Louis tremendous. Shit. I love FX. And I don't give a shit, shit. Anything that you know, Louis was a terrific show. Oh, his show, Louis. His Denali. show is absolutely great. The comic great. himself, his stand-ups are great. Oh, like, yeah. I still I still like, enjoy the art that he gave. But the reason I like Louis is because he's not afraid to really dive super fucking deep into the waters of, like, depression and, like... No, not at all. Darkness and suicide and death and all these things and, like, heavy-ass subjects because the but best he's, comics he's so... thrive there because they can yeah. go there and bring things back. He's they a terrific there and comic. Get stuck there. And the best instance of that is that he did a show with, um, oh, fucking Steve Brissetti called uh, Horace and Pete. Horace and Pete. That's on yeah. Hulu. I've yet to start. It actually it's, is back on Hulu. It's fucking so I, I definitely want to start it. It's, um, it's only one season, but yeah. like, holy shit, is it sad as fuck. I, um, I haven't made my way through I watch one episode, like, maybe every two weeks. Just because I'm like... It's, it's just like, damn. It's like, it's like a sad, live... Like Bojack, if Bojack was yeah. like a people, people, a sad fucking bar, right. but the people are hilarious and like from all walks of life, yeah. and like it's just good, and like it's very so. Vulnerable. It's like an upsetting Cheers. Yes, sweet, but like wet, like hardy R's, uncensored hardy R's are thrown around in that show. That sounds like uh, yeah, that's fine, but it's used like. If it's we from a character, and like, I'll say, I'll say this will be the last sentence before I go on this culture shock for the first break. It is hard to use anything in a joke because all a comedian's doing at the end of the day is trying to make you laugh. There are very few rare instances of anybody using the hard ER in it being successfully funny. And the instances I can think of off the top of my head is Sonny, Mel Brooks, and all of his editions mm-hmm. of fucking Blazing Saddles yeah. and everything else he's made because yeah. he's just found funny ways to fuck with people. Um, and many more. But at the end of the day, it is possible, and if it's done once, it can be done infinitely, an infinite amount of times, because that's the way. Uh, it was funny in Die Hard 3. <laughs> All right, we're going to take this uh, music break. We'll be back. Uh, I hope you enjoyed In Chair 1, my guest today. Absolutely. Uh, you have been? Yes, sir. It was a good time. No, your name. <laughs> oh, I'm... <laughs> Uh, We're coming uh, back for a second bit. I just want them uh, to know who I'm talking to. Damn. <laughs> I'm Lewis Jack. I'm Lewis Jack. I'm just an alcoholic. And I'm, an alcoholic. <laughs> I'm DJ Disappointment. And we'll be back after apparently we get done smoking more crack because that is what we sound like we've been doing. We'll be back, Jack, Black, Sack, Fack, Fack you. You heard us at the beginning of the first bit talk about some Asian culture and some Asian jokes, so I figured why not play you a little flavor motherfucking in your ear by the master killer from the Wu-Tang Clan who incorporates that Chinese and Japanese elements into every one of his songs. Please enjoy Last Drink by Master Killer off No Said Date, and we'll be back after this. After this drink, we, 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 now become sworn enemies. (laughs) After this drink, we, 
Now become sworn enemies. Sworn enemies. Ah, uh, yeah. Come on, come on. Pick your gun up. Come on, come on, nigga. Come on. Real cats. Come on, come on. Come on, come on. Now become come sworn enemies. Come on. Hear the crowd start holler Stepped on stage in the Wallaby Clark Mic check sound correct So vivid like I'm stepping out the speaker Streets tour never leave an enemy behind When he goes he might strike again another time I came home from the war Head fucked up from the things that I saw Women that were kidding me Slept with the enemy General strayed The ghost seemed tempting They were deceived What they were promised was never received I cock aim squeeze the gun at MCs Not for a dollar Not for the fame Not for you to holler or shout the guard name A risen one from the slum Speaks with authority The dark well flourished The wise pursue wisdom The fools soon perish this is born everlasting the style came blasting through your component making y'all want it but you can't clone it deliver to the booth the truth is so raw hard to the core wild as a border lying like raw 40 day tour through the singapore with the ore, struck a nerve when he heard the words so clear. His heart was hardened by the lies and deceit. Then came a beat as rare as leap year. Sparked something inside that made him wanna ride and go cop the tape. He searched for for years like an old beat break. Hypnotic on ice, chillingly drinking, armor truck tanking. Crowd charmer, it's the iron mite bomber. Piercing through your armor, bad news that you can't defuse. Short fuse, you know we can't lose. After this drink, come on. See the guard lights so bright, I hoodied up the sun to glow. Few lines from the mind say create fat tapes to go. From the present day, let's motivate. The universe borns itself. I just assist in the action. Tested in the land of lust. Stood firm in the God I trust. Met hate at the gate. Greed, no need. Jealousy took his head and then fled. Banging in your walkman, live from New York. In one instance, look, blown from existence. Wild like a crocodile on the death roll. The iron might hold. Like to get away. 
This next song comes from a place of understanding. Jack, I hope you understand this joke. That uh, you really, really follow this show, especially these two individuals in conversation. You better be pretty damn focused. So why shouldn't the culture shock be a reflection of that? Because you, the listeners, have to focus pretty fucking hard to follow along with this bullshit. Um, listen, I hope you enjoy this song. It's called Focus by Snoop Dogg. It's off his brand new album, I Wanna Thank Me. It's a masterpiece. I like it. I like the vibe. I like the self-promotion of confidence. Uh, something that at least Jack bleeds. Uh, creativity and confidence that I hope that translates to the rest of you at home. So please enjoy Focused by Snoop Dogg. I'll be back after this. Smoking in, you can't see shit. Serving cryptic till the bitch seasick. Bought everything, I don't lease shit. G shit, working out so the fleece fit. Cool, I'm on that who you wanna be shit. West to East shit. For all my dogs and my heat clutch. Streets on tax, so the heat's on my lap. When it's war, fuck the law, fuck it, bury me strapped. Money long as 21 Cadillacs. Matter of fact, getting scratched like battle cat. Hood politics, every real nigga battles that. Still standing, cause the way a nigga handles that. Ten toes down, never acting like a mark. Only nigga with a star that got put on at the park, nigga. That's on the set, that's on my mama. I can still pull up at the park, nigga. Oh God, I did that, I did that. Ten toes, I did that, I did that. Every word I rap, nigga, I live that Give it up, I did that, I did that Gang bangers rejoice when they hear my voice Pulling up in Rolls Royce, the hood in full force still Realizing I'm the source still The wrong move to get my boys killed So I focus on me Making sure this whole shit stay rolling And my baby boo neck stay frozen Rich rolling on the clock non-stop And my bank account show shows it Big mouth crip and the bitch niggas can't close it. I was chosen, so don't worry about mine, nigga. We good. And fuck what y'all think, for sure. Diamond in the back with the leather with the wood in it. Banged around the wood, made sure I kept the hood in. Yeah, one time for the king, and I still smoke a nigga like a big bag of weed on my. Oh God, I did that, I did that. Ten toes, I did that, I did that. Every word I rap, nigga, I live that Give it up, I did that, I did that Don't even say the C word to me. Where that loser Brighton at? No B? He probably out there boxing birds and shiz. Let's get back to it before anyone tunes out. <sighs> you think anybody's still listening to this crap? You tripping, big dog. We're back. So I said Sunny was the best television show. Fuck and you. I didn't even give a shit what you're talking. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, Letter Kenny is better than the Sunny in Philadelphia. It's not. Uh, yes, it is. Why do you think that? 
Letter Kenny feels like what is to me a always sunny replica, but it's filled with rednecks. It's because Letter Kenny <laughs> reminds me of home. Okay, that that can be why like, you like it more, but that doesn't mean it's a better. No, I, I think no, I do think structurally it's better. You said mm. did not get very far into it. Sunny's pretty structurally well put together. Oh, absolutely. All I'm right. not. I'm not doubting Sunny's quality at all. All right. It's like Sunny. It's always Sunny Philadelphia is absolutely terrific. I love it. I've seen about six seasons of it, and I I do enjoy it a lot. It's very funny. The uh, mm. first time I watched it, the gang gets racist, mm. and I'm like, oh shit, here we go. Dude, and I laugh my ass good. off. The first season's good, oh, it's, yeah. but Dane DeVito's not in it. Get, no, the when first Dane, one came out, comes around, hit television, and then he literally watched it at home and called up his manager and was like, "I don't give a shit what you have to do. I have to be the dad." They keep bringing up yeah. this dad. I got him in my head. I could be him. They introduced yeah. him as a one-time cameo character. Dude, dude, they fell in love. Oh. And they were like, "You have to be brought on every episode." Yeah, he's part of the gang. Dane DeVito is like. He's just committed to that now. And he's done, like... Frank is such a horrible person. <laughs> he's a terrible person. Mm-hmm. These people, like... It's always like Philadelphia. They remind me of people that... Real people. I avoid. But real people. They're, they're very real people, but they're absolutely morally vacuous people with no sense of right or wrong, just what you can and can't. And it's like a real kind, all kinds of fucked up. Charlie's huffing paint and writing a terrific song. Mac's the and best like, character. One of Mac the, is definitely one on of the paper, best characters. On paper, if you had to like write them out, Mac is easily one of the best characters. Because like, I, it's it's been out for a long time. So spoiler alert, I guess to you because you said you want to see it. Oh yeah, I don't care. Mac still enjoy is it. like at some point he comes out as gay, and there's a long running joke that Mac is gay, yeah. and it doesn't take it takes a very long time. But when it happens, you're like, oh. So now you have a super religious, super gay person. And then the current season, there's a joke. And he goes, well, are you more religious or are, or are you more Catholic or are you get more gay? And he pauses and he goes, I don't know. They're at war. <laughs> <laughs> that's a funny bit that's really hard to pull off. And it took them yeah, and, 13 but, seasons. You know what? It's fucking valid. It's funny. It's funny and it's valid. I like religious it, humor. Religious humor. I showed you that show done off well. break. I think religious humor... If it's done in a proper manner, in terms of you don't really give a shit who you're trying to offend because you're just trying to be funny, as well as paying some homages to the realistic stuff just because it is written and it is in the world tangible so you can make references and pull in that crowd of that nature of Catholics or religious people or whoever that may or may not want to watch something like that, but because they're like, well... Fun fact, that was accurate from the Bible. It's like, hey, what if, you know, the Bible's a sham, but they just did that to pull you in on the joke? Like, and yeah. that's just a funny sentence in yeah. itself. Here's, like, here's my thing. Like, as a Catholic who, like, I haven't been to church in weeks because it's been shut down. Like, everything's, you know, whatever. But, like, as a Catholic, I do not... I can list you ten things better than doing your Sunday. I think... <laughs> well, he said, ah. Different conversation. Regardless... <laughs> I, like, Monty Python, like, Life of Brian, fucking hilarious. Right. You can do it well, and you can skewer Catholics in general, and it's not mean to do South Park does it amazingly, and they hit everybody equally. And it is funny. I can find the humor in it. Do you like their big Mel Brooks, Passion of the Christ joke? 
the do you think with Mel, Gibbs, oh, Mel Gibson? Mel Gibson. Oh, oh dude, that's they, funny as hell. Justifying it's like a snuff film, which like it's, it's a lot of whipping. Yeah, and like it's really fun. It's hilarious, and then Mel Gibson is funny as hell. <sighs> it's just like Mel Gibson is like ah, touch my nipples ah, like he's a fucking weirdo. Because some people are like, how dare they go there? Some yeah. people to this day like it's like that's what they spend their time doing. Getting I upset can't about be, Family you Guy can't in South be Park angry and, about it because like as much as they do Catholics and as much as like they, they hit everybody. They yeah, they hit them all. Like nobody is free. And Nobody anything, is safe, and therefore everyone is safe. Here's why it gets me upset. You sit there and laugh when they make cripple jokes and mm-hmm. other things and racial jokes, and oh, now it's you, and now it's not funny. You're just a prejudice. That's retarded. Or you're yeah. a fucking, I don't even know what to call you. Uh, 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 let's say xenophobe, so you're afraid of zebras, because I don't even know if that's, a, that's what that means. Xenophobia is for <laughs> something different. Like, I it's the fear of change. Oh. Well, if zebras ever start changing colors, those guys are going to freak the fuck out. Um, <laughs> do you have anything you want to ask me? I thought it'd be funny to give you a chance to ask any questions you might have. Cause you're only what one, song you're, was you're... playing when you lost your virginity? Hmm. I don't think I had music playing. Love I... Walks In by Van Halen on 5150. <laughs> it's track eight. Jesus. I was 17 and I got a blowy in my car in my front seat. That's not losing your virginity. No, but it was That's the first some head. Regardless, okay, when I lost my virginity, nothing was playing, but she got mad at Hypocrite. Me. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. First time I banged a girl was in the uh it was in the front seat of her car at school. <laughs> her car? Yes. So she leaned over from the driver's side? Yes. So you're parked. Yes. At See, school in the daytime. One of my friends told me, and it was like ninety seconds, if that, and terrible. One of my friends told and me a story about getting a blowjob on a school trip on a bus. Like, the bus is populated and it's night, and she's under the fucking blanket huh. in the seat, <laughs> and he's just like, <laughs> sweet, just like cool, cool. And the teacher's coming through to check on everybody. He stops to talk to this guy. Is just talking for a few minutes, and she's just there, just like. Just keeps going, doesn't stop like a trooper, and he's like, "What am I supposed to do? Fucking make an uproar of him?" Like, no, you handle it perfectly, buddy. This is your story. Oh yeah. And it's just it's funny to me because I think like of anything going wrong, that's a prime real estate area for some (laughs) conundrum. Like he literally was like, "Why is oh is she okay?" Like because she was like laying because they were dating and she was on his lap. She's oh she's just tired. And he's just holding her head, but really he's just like, just, just choking the fuck out of her. And I'm like, that just in itself is fucking hilarious. And that's just while we're on the subject of bizarre sexual experiences, would you like to hear a wild ass story? Tell me a wild ass story, sir. Shortly after I turned 21, shortly I was yeah, like like a week or two. I was sitting at the bar after work, you know, mm-hmm. I was having a couple beers, watching baseball, slamming. There are four people at the bar. Okay, there's me. There's bartender's girlfriend. Got it. There's my buddy Dalton. Okay. And then this girl, Amy. Who... <laughs> the way you breathe, you're like, Amy. Amy. Okay. <laughs> uh, and Tori, he's a good dude. He's bartending that night. And uh, he knows Amy and doesn't like her. And I'm sitting there. I'm like two, three beers in. And then she starts yelling about politics or some shit. And then I'm trying to it's watch... It's weird when people decide to yell about I it. I know. I'm trying to watch baseball. 
And so I said, you're wrong. And I went back to watch baseball. Didn't even know what she was talking about. No. Just thought you'd chime in with that. Exactly. Like, I was drinking, like, fuck you. It's fine. You know? <laughs> uh, so, Bartow's girlfriend, Dalton, they get up, and they go out to the patio and smoke a cigarette, because they want no part of this. And then she starts yelling at me again. And I was just you like... You fucking asshole! What like, it was whatever. <laughs> like, you're like, oh. Right? And I'm just this. sitting here, and I'm like... I'm three beers in, so I'm turned on the charm, and I get... <laughs> My when I'm being funny, I'm charming when I'm being funny, you know? It's kind of funny. And, like, and I can I can do it. And if somebody's willing to listen, like, I give off a vibe. My vibe is, give me a minute. <laughs> That's my vibe. And then once they do... Once like, you give me that minute. It's crazy, like, but I know, like, I know that I'm good at it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's funny. So... And she gave me a minute, and I was talking shit, and then she's like, come here, and then she bought my next beer. <laughs> and then we're sitting there, keep drinking, and we did a shot. Okay. And then about 1.30 in the morning, she decides to call my boss, uh, the owner of the bar, who, she I mean, everybody knows the owner, whatever. She calls him, she tells him, Tom, you're a shitty pet owner, and I've got a friend with me, and we're going to come walk your dog. And You're a shitty pet owner. Yes. What a left field comment. I know. What a crack pipe sentence. I'm like, uh, exactly. I'm like, hold on. I gotta call my husband at two thirty in the morning and be like, "Hey, you asshole, you don't cut the lawn enough." And then she just hangs up, and he's like, "What the fuck? <laughs> what the hell is that about? Why do I answer?" So, she, uh, she, she calls him, and then. She looks at me and she says, are you good to drive? <laughs> and I said, what? What? And she was like, are you good to drive? I said, well, let me hit my bowl real quick and then yeah, I will be. If you give me a minute. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. She's like, okay. So we get in her car. Oh. And then we go to Walmart. That's why she's asking. Cause then she's we, like, well, drive my car. Well, wait. Yeah. And then we go to Walmart and we walk around and she's just drunk and yelling. And she buys $35 worth of dog shit, like leashes and toys, whatever. What the fuck? For a dog she doesn't have. That's the case. We leave Walmart about 3 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> bar closes at 2.30. We're leaving Walmart about 3. Yeah. And she tries to call Tom again. Of course he doesn't pick up again because it's 3 in the morning. And she's like, oh, he didn't pick up. Let's just go back to my place. I'm like, oh, okay. I haven't described this woman yet. Was there ever a dog? Yeah, Tom has a dog. All right, maybe she, I was like, maybe yeah, she's pulling a dentist. Like, oh, my dog. No, ran Tom up. has a dog. Okay. Um. No, so I haven't described this woman yet. So her name is Amy. She's about, she's like 5'3", 110 pounds soaking wet. Very strong build, very toned, but like not skinny. You know what I mean? Uh, long red hair, black frame glasses, and she's 42. What? She's old enough to be my mother. She's 42 years Were old. Were you messing around with a MILF? Yes, I was, sir. <laughs> it was it was an interesting experience. Now, it gets better. Okay. Driving her car, we go back to her house. We pull in, 
And, uh, this bitch has got a house. Yeah, like, she's 42. She has a house and a job. So, anyway, and she brought a 21-year-old kid home because her kids were at their dad's. So, or, I mean, you're taller and you're a little bit bigger. That helps. It does, and I'm also not a dumbass. So, <laughs> uh, we go inside and she takes off her sweatshirt mm-hmm. and she gets beers out of the fridge, of course. It's like 3.30. And okay, we're I'm not a there. drinker, so I don't and know these. Th- you're you're saying these things like I'm supposed to know when it's alcohol time. No, well, it's no. It, I'm keeping track of the time. Uh, okay, I'm oh, okay. I'm lying. About three thirty, and we sit down on the floor, and I know she's got a fucking. Is there a fucking fireplace? No. Are you on a bear skin? No, we're in we're on a hardwood floor in front of her couch. And there's cats she's like, the fun's not we're, drinking, the floor. we're drinking beer and just talking about, well, I don't even remember what. But she had a tattoo of not David Bowie, but Ziggy Stardust on his her. persona. It's funny. Yeah, but uh, on her wrist, just his face. Okay. And she was like, do you like David Bowie? I said, do you like David Bowie? I like David Bowie. And then she said, Alexa, play David Bowie. And then it did. We sat there talking about what, I don't remember what. What song did it play? Uh, it started with uh, Space Oddity, and then Changes. I like my phone and, Mars. Yeah. I like The Man Who Sold the World, the dude. The, the Man Who Sold the World is like, oh, um, Starman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, and we're sitting there, and then we're talking, and then she looks at me. She gets real close, <laughs> like, and she's like, hey, do push-ups over me. <laughs> Okay. And I said, excuse me? Like, I haven't... Uh, See, I the haven't comedian done a... me, do you and I want to point blank say without hesitation? I don't know if I can do a push-up. I, <laughs> I panicked. I hadn't done a push-up since 8th grade. Right? I panicked. And she's like, put your hands on can my hands. Can I do hands. a girl push-up? No. No, <laughs> dude, that was a no-go. No, this bitch is a Pilates fetish. Okay? What does that mean? I'll tell you. It, <laughs> wait, wait, there's more. No, she said, she said, put your hands on my hands. And, okay, and keep in mind, I'm like two and a half times her size. Yeah. She's tiny, but she's fucking holding me up. And I, (laughs) and I finally, I have the courage and I'm like, I'll go down for one and see what happens. I go down and she picks her head up and plants one on me. And I'm like, I, I I did 10 push-ups. And I couldn't breathe, and I had to stop. And then she was more than like, me, I'd probably get. And she was like, "I'm gonna do them over you now." Oh, she probably did like four. And then, and then I'm like here, and she did a bunch, and then it was like weird. We're ferociously making out on her living room floor. How many push-ups? You like? It was more than me. It was eleven. It was more than <laughs> a lot more than you. But it's just because. Anyway. She was like, "I got eleven now. I'm better." Yeah. Uh, and she fucking, uh, we're making out ferociously on our living room floor, and she backs up her head real quick, and she goes, we're going to do it tonight. Is that okay? <laughs> Is that okay? And I said, bitch, I've been doing calisthenics. Yes, that's fine. <laughs> and she just goes, okay. And I stand up, I pick her up, because she's small. I pick her up, I carry her to the bedroom, up a flight of stairs, because I'm a badass. Because I'm a badass. And I carry her, I throw her on the bed, and we're ferociously making out a little bit more. <laughs> and then she starts going south, right? And she's like, going, you know, it's like all sexy and whatnot. And then, 
there's a hole in my jeans here. And she decides to fucking tear it. No. And I said, bro. Bro, those are my pants. And she goes, did you just call me bro? And I said, Uh, yeah. Yeah. And she said, okay. And starts pulling them down. And then starts coming up and then making out a little bit more. And then she passed out drunk. She passed out drunk. She ripped your pants. Dude, oh. And so I'm just laying there. She's on me. I'm not going to, I can't move. Now you're like, well, now so, it's day rape. So now here we are. <laughs> One time is over. And lay in bed till 1130. Yeah. And I finally roll out of bed. And then I, I go out, grab my phone, look what time it is, try and orient bro. myself. Did you call me, bro? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then she goes, I got to make a phone call. And then she disappeared. Oh, and I, I didn't see her. So I wrote a note on her post-it that, sorry, your door's unlocked, but here's my phone number, <laughs> you know, because I thought I could smash again, but no. And uh, And then uh, I call, my buddy Bender calls me, like, noon, thank God. He calls me, he's like, hey, you want to go pour some concrete? I'm like, yes, please, but you got to come pick me up. He's like, where are you at? I said, I'm at a cougar's house, just follow my directions. Come and, save me. Yeah. Bring then, pants. Yeah. We went and poured concrete. I haven't seen her since. She's come across my people you may know on Facebook. I'm like, ha ha. Ha ha. You know? Uh, but, like, you I found out you. later. I found out later that she was infamous for going home with dudes and not doing anything with them. What does found that mean? Out, found out from my boss, Tom, that when she called about her dog, it turns out Tom went home with her one night. And everyone and like, so did, you, did you fuck her, Tom? He's like, nah, just give her a massage for like three hours, <laughs> because that's how he talks. And okay. Like she was just infamous for doing that, and it. <laughs> uh, maybe she's not about sex. That's funny though. Maybe I she's about. Was maybe she's about exercise. blue balls. Maybe it's like. That's lame, but you know what? Whatever. It's a good story. It is a good story, and I have it, and I'll never forget it. <laughs> Thank you, Amy, wherever you may be. <laughs> Whichever, we, dude. She's so far left. She's not if even. We could say anything anymore. right now. We would say you owe him at least one pair of pants. Yeah. You. Owe, he's like, you know what? Yeah, you owe me a nice pair of jeans. So just either buy me one, or no, you don't know my size. Just Venmo me seventy nine ninety five. <laughs> That's a nice Dude, fat jeans. people, no, that's a basic ass He goes, that's a lot of fabric, sir. <laughs> I'm big. The shit's expensive, dude. Listen, I'm sucks. big. <laughs> I see, I love my big friends because those of big people. Oh, who... I give great hugs. <laughs> I give great hugs. I'm a safety measure on everything. That, and it's like, because I'm not a big person, I like to have big friends, so when I'm in a flock of big friends, I feel like more nobody's going to fuck with me of the outrageous things I'm yeah, saying out loud. Yeah, you're protected. Yeah, kind of. It's like a pack of bears that I... <laughs> Except I'm in. 22 and a dumbass. So, like, you know... <laughs> That's funny. I think Whatever. the core of any fen- friend group likes to have a mix of everything. Like, one to two big friends, one to two little friends, nerds, yeah. everything. Because I think a really good friend group that prospers the most is one that has a diverse selection of types of people Mm -hmm. because when you find similar interest amongst varying lives that's the fun part like oh you all like to swim or whatever but you all fucking were raised completely Mm -hmm. different and do completely different things um and the fact that you take time to you know grow outside of that but then 
the whole point of friendship is the butting the heads mm-hmm. in the in between and parents are like you shouldn't fight with your friends and it's like that's the best part mm-hmm. the differing opinions of friends is the best part the butting because like, what is life without the conflict you know what I mean oh yeah see but like I mean what would life be without conflict does that blow your mind no, because it's a thought I've had before. I'm <laughs> okay. challenging you. Like, what would life be, Brian? What would it be like without conflict? I think it'd be a lot of jazz, but the jazz would be just one note and it wouldn't go anywhere. <laughs> that's bleak, my dude. It's, that's what, what without conflict. Because music yeah. is conflict. Music's about heartbreak, and music's about love, and music's about having wanting things you don't have, and... Music's about trying to get things you want, or trying to be something you aren't or are, and you're just trying to display that to the world. And like, see, but how would you know? Because if you, if like, because I've listened to songs. What do you mean? <laughs> no, I, I have mean, ears. No, how do you know? Like, what music would be like if there were no conflict? Music is not inherently conflict. Music comes from like the inside of a person, right? But all the things that drive them to make that music is conflict. Like, the conflicts of their lives. Not all of it. I would say most of it. You don't think so? No, dude. Trying to make money is a conflict. Trying to impress a woman is conflict. Trying to just be happy with yourself is a conflict. Like, having no conflicts, like, everybody would dress the same. Working. Work songs. Yeah, like, working songs is conflict, too. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. All those You're working for the man. No, they're working, and they're getting themselves through it. Regardless of the situation, they still have But without soul. conflict, people would just do things because they were like, okay. Like, everyone would have the same haircut, everyone would have the same clothing, and everyone would just work with... Counterpoint, like, Snow White, whistle while you work. You could be happy while you work, too, bitch. Like, it's... it's you could be happy while you work, but if there was no conflict... If you are working, you would still need to work. And there would still be, like, how do I set this house? But completely? I think if there was no conflict in the world, we wouldn't have taxes and you wouldn't pay rent and you wouldn't pay for anything. You would no. just You would just do stuff, but then, like, the government would just control everything. But you would just be like, yes to everything. It wouldn't be a government. You wouldn't vote. Yeah, it wouldn't be a government. There it would, would not be, like be some, a government. It would be, like, one It would be an autonomous collective. Corp of, like, eight dudes. An that autonomous are like, we got collective. It. We got this shit no. figured out. <laughs> it's an autonomous collective. Sure. No real voted leaders, just like little packs of humans. Everybody's on the same page. Yeah, there's only a few of them that are like a little higher up, just to get stuff done. Like, cause even then, like, like Futurama, like diplomacy the, and shit, in the middle, yeah. in the middle heads where they're like not left, not right, they're just gray on everything. Like they still have judges, but the judges are like, I have no opinion, yeah. and it's like, all right, <laughs> like. When the one's dying, he's like, tell my wife I said hello. (laughs) That's funny. Like, it would just be very gray, very in the center of everything, very neutral. Like, everybody's, like, there would be no, ice cream shops wouldn't exist because there's just vanilla ice cream. If there were no, (laughs) if there were no Because conflict is wanting flavor. If there were no conflict in the world. Gordon Ramsay wouldn't exist because there would be no chefs. Because conflict is wanting desire of new foods and, like, intricate taste. No conflict, just being like gray mash. It's not a mom. conflict. Mm-hmm. That's a search for something greater. Search which for is, anything is a conflict. That's in your. That's a passion. That's conflict not a isn't conflict. always bad. Conflict is just like conflicting is like you pushing against the world to get something, and that doesn't mean in a bad way. That just mean like you you have to go get it. You have to work for it. You have to learn to do it or something to attain it or pay for it, and 
you want it for some desire internally. If you had no conflict, internal desire, like some people have internal conflicts of like, yeah. am I gay or am I not? That would, some people have conflicts of like, do that I like this taste? go away. Because of somebody... You said no conflicts. I was talking all conflicts in general. I'm like, well, then we wouldn't have war. I don't think people would necessarily... Hmm, that's a hard one to say if people would be gay or not. I think they would still be gay people. I think they just wouldn't have the whole like coming out thing. I don't issue. know. But I just don't think anyone would care. I know. On that But subject, I think sex would just be of... very boring. It'd be like commence love and they would just grab each other's genitals and just start until they come and they'd be like thank you and they would just true. go to different no but like if there were no conflict because the conflict is good too like conflict is like um in salsa like it's it's the demanding of each partner taking the footing of like one another's in the dance and like you know she's the lead i'm the lead and you know very dom and very like but that's a conflict it's a conflict of interest because both want to be in charge that's not a bad conflict it's just it's romantic and without conflict that wouldn't exist and with i mean conflict's a good thing people shouldn't always look at everything like one way i think we should look at everything like every way (laughs) no you're not wrong i feel what are you uh, what's your favorite snack food (laughs) uh well, I think about that. Text your mom and tell her you'll call her back later. I know. She fucking... That's polite. It's so great. No, you say that. It's like every time my parents know I'm somehow recording, they fucking Yeah, call I call... Me. I always call my dad when he's laying down for a nap. <laughs> always. What? It's just... I don't know why, but that's when it... When I decide to call my dad, that's... That's when it happens. That's crazy. I don't know. Well, I don't really want to call her back yet, because we're almost done with the show. She can wait... Plus, she's not. She doesn't listen to the show, and you know she does. Does she tunes out by the first like four minutes because they don't like the music in general, so they just are out by the song. And I'm yeah. like, all right, <laughs> I tried. <laughs> um, plus, especially not an hour and three minutes in, Jeepers. she's definitely not listening to that deep of conversation. No, that's cool though. It is nice to see the timestamp. It has not been directed whatsoever. It's pretty fucking cool. That's the funnest. That's people the are fun like, "What do I prepare for?" I'm like, "Why do you have to prepare? Why you can't the show? Why can't the show be the equivalent of life? Why can't you just do it and enjoy you, it? You can't. And whether or not if it's good or not, did you have fun? That's my favorite thing to take away. It's like I don't care for even sure. if every episode is you know well viewed. It's, it's a just good time. Is it something that the guest and me enjoyed in the moment, even if they regret it later? If you enjoyed it in the moment of it, that's what's important to me, yeah. and that's all I give a shit about. Oh, yeah. Um, I think Funyuns are my favorite snack food. <laughs> Funyuns are good. I'm definitely... That's the best one, right? Oh, oh I like the purple Doritos. Oh. Those, the spicy, the, the sweet ones chili ones. No. What? The purple ones are the best, The dude. one, they taste too much like tacos. No, they don't. The taco ones taste like taco seasoning. No, they're like... They've got like a like a salgar. Wait, is the purple the ones the chili ones? The sweet chili ones, yeah. Not the spicy nacho ones. Better than Funyuns though. But Funyuns are so good. Funyuns stab my mouth, my dude. Yeah, but it's worth they're it. They're taste. Yeah, they're tasty. I mean, think about no, Funyuns taste. Actually, no, I retract. Gardettos. What the, the fuck f- is a Gardetto? Dude, the Gardetto like the uh, dude. Next time you're at a gas station. <laughs> Get a bag of Cardenas, my dude. I'm asking you what they are. It's like, it's like Chex Mix for people that want to think they're bougie. What does that mean? 
You know what Chex Mix is, yeah. Yeah. It's like top shelf Chex Mix. It's like rich people Chex Mix? Here's the layers. (laughs) Munchies, Mm -hmm. Chex Mix, Gardettos. Uh, Low bottom high. For everybody at home, I can't see the fucking... Sorry, I'm gesticulating, From top to bottom of betterness. (laughs) Yeah, anyway... Yeah, Gardettos are the shit. And then, if you want to go a step further, and go, like, into the the back room, get the just the bag of rye chips. Those are the best part. They're so good. And so, decide next time I'm out getting snacks, I'll do this. I'll get that. If you, next time you're out getting snacks at the store, <clears throat> go to the freezer section. You might have to go to the oriental section. It depends. Mm-hmm. Do you know what mochi is? I do. That is the best food to it's have. Fuck tasty. Up. Oh my god, a chocolate mochi. Oh, I've had a mochi in a long time. Dude, dude you only get day. like eight in a fucking pack. Yeah, For everybody at home that doesn't know what mochi is, it's like ice cream that is in dough, it's and there's like a tiny bit of powder on the dough, and it's just yeah, fucking it's like a powdered succulent. donut full of ice cream. It's fucking, <laughs> and it makes me oh, come every time. And I'm like, so every good. time I'm fucked up, fucked up, I'm like, I could go for mochi, especially because of an anime I like. One of the villains in the Mochi Mochi fruit. So, like, he can do everything the main character does, but a little bit better. But he eventually loses. But it doesn't matter. But I just like the fact that I can say Mochi Mochi, like, together. Because I think that's funny. (laughs) I think that's why I like anime also. I like the Japanese now. I didn't always, because I have to pay attention more. Because you have to obviously read the words. But I think just the words are funny. Like, Like, it's just funny. Like, I don't know what it is. Like. It just pulls me in because I think there's a lot of storytelling in anime, and a lot there of like is. there's three categories that anime hits every fucking time, and it's like humor, action, and sexual shit, big mm-hmm. ass titties, while also in all that having one main character development like, protagonist uh, that you're like. My oh, neighbor introduced me to Bleach. Like oh, I never God. watched it. My roommate fucking loves Bleach. It's good. It is good. I like it. I mean, I just don't watch it personally because I watch other ones. Yeah, but even that... Are you open to other animes? Because that's a statue from My Hero Academia and I fucking love it. Have you ever watched that? It's an anime about superheroes and it's the fucking tits. It's it's been out of the gate like episode one. I'm open to it. Yeah, It's on Hulu and almost all of it's in English to like up to date current. I would rather watch it in Japanese. You should watch it in English just because why you can. The English dub is pretty fucking good. Yeah, but I like subtitles. I like subtitles. That's you me. like to read. I like subtitles. Jet Li's Fearless, one of the best movies ever, and it's it's in Chinese. Ong Bak, it's in Thai. Ong Bak is a badass movie, but it's in Thai. Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, also in Thai. Yeah. Or it's in Chinese, but... Uh, These are things to think about. There's a lot of Japanese in The Last Samurai. Uh, Emily is in French entirely, and it's beautiful, and it's lovely. You know, mm. I like hearing the language. Watching Dumb and Dumber in French and in black and white is a hell of an experience. <laughs> that sounds like a weird acid trip. Dude, it's like when he's run through the airport, and he's like, uh, it's like, no! no, no. He turns around, he goes, c'est bon! C'est bon! Mais ça It's just like a weird out of it's their like, com. That's all right. That's a good perspective. I have a lot Jim of Jim Carrey and Jeff Daniels spoke French to film the language in the movie. Like they did it themselves. They didn't let somebody yes. else do it. That's cool. It's very cool. 
that they took the time to do that. Not a lot of people li- would take the time to do that. And it's a weird thing that you know that they did that. Yeah. If I ever me and my mom pulled out, be like, hey, thank you for dubbing the fucking other languages in Dumb and Dumb. Yeah. You didn't it's have to do tremendous. That. And it's like most people wouldn't. I'd like to imagine like... Monty Python does all of theirs too. Well, yeah. Monty Python. They're I, British. You genius, look at like, them, you, look, you assume they're going to do that. Absolutely. <laughs> they also assume like they're... How do I put this lightly? Uh, Quentin Tarantino movies are all like they all speak their own language. Yeah, like the, one of my friends, Bear, he thinks Quentin Tarantino is like the best director. He's definitely he's definitely one of my favorites. Tim Burton. People is have a lot favorite. of problems though with uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I haven't seen it yet. The reason they have a problem with it is because the way they depict Bruce Lee and the fight that happens with Bruce Lee in it is like not really how that would go. I guess. And, like, not how it did go. And, well, I get it, because, like, that happened... I don't with, know. That happened with the Motley Crue thing with Dirt. Like, yeah. we're just going to portray people how they want. I mean, also, it's just to make a good movie. Telling a story. I mean, it doesn't have to be real. It's not real. It's a movie. Let him Yeah, like, I don't story. even know... Like, some of it's real, because I guess some of the stuff... That's like, Bruce Lee in a Quentin Tarantino universe. Right. That's that should be an honor that he took the time to be like Bruce Lee's important enough to be portrayed. Yeah, and, and that's to, and then but he. I guess you do wish that people do take a little bit more time to like, one hundred percent nail their physique. Like, how do I put this? Like, um, I think there's always been this expectation or bar, even though people like Marvel movies that in the DC universe, if you get cast to play the Joker, you have to nail it. Oh, because, absolutely. Like even like Jack Nicholas, people like that. Like everybody that's been the Joker. Jack Nicholson is. Everybody, like, everybody that did it was, like, I have... So when Heath Ledger did it, I think that was, like, the, the best example of really trying to do that the most. Heath Ledger was phenomenal. My favorite Batman movie is 1989 with Jack Nicholson and Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton it's is my good. Batman. I like it. Michael Keaton is my Batman. Tim Burton is my director. That's, you know... Uh, what did you think of Joker, like, Joaquin Phoenix? Did you see it? I mean... What did you think of it? My favorite Joker of all of them, and, like, this is a weird one, but, like, my favorite of all the Jokers, because, like, because like, they had the, f- what, 50th Are you anniversary? Say Mark Hamill? Yeah, probably. Because I think he counts. Why, Mark, why he does, does he not, count. He's phenomenal. Why does he not get to count? Dude. Just because he hasn't been in a fucking movie. He movie. hasn't been a lot He's of voiced him. all of the very, very good story Dude, video games he's, uh, of yeah. all the series. He's been the voice Mark of the Mark Hamill is He voiced the, many of the animated And Kevin Conroy is a terrific Batman as well. Yeah. You know? And, like, I love those a lot. And, like... They're great. When people are like, oh, what's the best Batman story? I'm like, dude, the, Batman the story Beyond. of the games are fucking great. Yeah, I Batman love a Batman Beyond. Beyond game, but I just don't think they're bold enough to give it to us. No, but Batman Beyond Return of the Joker But is, is that a bad awesome. answer, that Mark Hamill's potentially one of the best Jokers? No, I would agree with you. He's he thought just the so- best screen Joker Maybe. of a physical depiction of what I think like I would want a real Joker to look like for the first time on film. That's what it should have been, in my opinion, yeah. just because it's the most... He was the Joker. The most... Real realistic. It wasn't like yeah. he had fallen into. I, even though that's the the the, the backstory, yeah, like that's... the vat of chemicals and the Ace Chemical like plant, but like it was just a crazy guy. And I like Joker. You know what the Joker's superpower is, don't you? I mean, like insanity, right? Gee, it's the same as Deadpool. He's self-aware. He's aware he's in a comic book. 
I don't think he's self aware. I think it's a, I think it's aware, more of like but being it drives insane, him nuts. But he's the only person that is inside that pool of insane one hundred percent. Like nobody comes back from that hundred percent, but he's the only person that's able to not only live in it but come back multiple times from the insanity. Like he can yeah. dial it down, but he's fucking nuts. And I think that's important he that he doesn't like it doesn't overtake him. Well, that's why he knows that he he is and he knows he's in. This is when the FBI not fucking real. kicks in. They're like, this, this, they're the Jokers! They're the... <laughs> Listen, this has been the Disappointment Ratio. I hope you had fun. Um, is there anything you want to plug? Like, do you have any social media or anything you're working on? Or you like, Listen to this! It'll be a while before this comes out, but it'll be funny for you. Uh, like, you hit me, this up. Add me on Xbox Live. <laughs> at Jackalove1998. Maybe some fiction coming soon. Who knows? <laughs> well... Uh, oh, uh, ooh, also at Donato's Pizza right now, we have the new barbecue <laughs> chicken pizza. It's an olive oil base with marinated chicken breast strips and barbecue sauce <laughs> and banana peppers, red onions, and a sp- sprinkling of spicy chipotle seasoning. That sounds delicious. It's not <laughs> a very good barbecue chicken pizza, but it's decent on its own. I mean, honestly, I, like, did this I become a Domino's plug? Donatos. <laughs> Shit! Uh, Donatos. <laughs> and yes, it's for. Don't get a medium though, because it's fourteen seventy nine, and it's fifteen seventy nine for a large. Don't get a medium. <laughs> a me. That's a terrible deal. Donatos is expensive. I lo- like. I mean, I like it, it, but it is expensive. But if you're already paying that, what's $200 and I'm telling for you, it? I'm telling you, yeah, I'm telling you the best value for your money at Donatos. <laughs> Well, listen. I hope we talk at participating you a lot here today. locations. <laughs> at participating locations. I live in a different zip code, so you so guys probably you. don't have it. This is also in the fu- in the past, and when I post this, I'll be like, "Hey, future Brighton," and I'll listen while I'm editing and be like, "Hey, me." <laughs> this is a message to future me. Regret your decisions keep, always. Keep, but no, <laughs> you're an idiot. Like, That's good advice you... for future people. Like, all right, always be on guard. <laughs> for sure. Well, thanks for coming. Absolutely. I had a good time. It was a good time for sure. I hope when you hear this in the future, you'll be like, huh, we said a lot of really stupid shit and it went all over the place, but I think it was fun. But you're hearing this and I hope in at the present. Some point, yeah, you're hearing in the present. You're hearing you're, in the this present. This is now for you. And I uh, hope the music's good. I know that asshole that picks it, me, sometimes it's not good, but I think it's always good. So hey, I don't know. As an outro, can we Goodwill Hunting the listener? What does that mean? We're it's not your game. fault. Oh, I thought you meant we are going to... It's not your fault. I thought you meant we were going to tunnel it's through not a bunch your of fault. shit to like, escape prison. That's Shawshank Redemption. What are you talking about? Goodwill hunting, my dude. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. Goodbye. <laughs> you know, I'm not sure if we've ever actually played this song on the fucking show, but why not? Because it's been that kind of episode. We're just saying fuck the world at this point, and we're trying to say fuck whatever you want to do because we're doing whatever we want to do. If you don't like the show, you don't have to listen. And you don't have to listen to the fucking music breaks either. So please enjoy Fuck the World by Tupac, an energy that me and Jack tried to give off this whole show. Um, No, not Jack Daniels. uh, Not my longtime friend. My close-time friend, Jack, the comedian, who came on the show. Jack, if you're still listening, I hope you enjoyed this show. And I hope you enjoyed the culture shocks because they remind me of you. So please enjoy Fuck the World by Tupac. I'm going to be back for the last song after this. Who you calling rapists? Ain't that a bitch? You devils are so two-faced. Wanna see me locked in chains, dropped in shame, and getting slapped by these crooked cops again. Fucking with the young black male, trying to stack. Me.
bitch, I'm in danger And that's why I had that four five with one in the chamber Fuck the world Wasn't even what you called it, that's why I smoke blunts now and run with alcoholics I'm getting flexed to me, coming for my enemies and in their dreams is hell where they sending me Have I lost control or just another soul? A car full of motherfuckers when we roll Sipping on yak as I sit back, life is a Big Mac Brothers come up and say you did that, never take your eyes off the prize And even if you getting high, don't ever hesitate to try Cause you can fall off or stay ballin', niggas we all in And then my motherfuckers callin', fuck the world
Jack, thank you for coming on the show. Thank everybody else for fucking listening. And this last song is a bit of a funny one. From No Set Date, it's Mastakilla on Mastakilla. And please enjoy your last culture shock for the evening. Uh, I don't know how many times we said Mastakilla this uh, show, but one more for good sake. Master Killer. Jack, if you're listening, uh, thank you for coming on. I hope you come on again. Uh, if you're listening outside of America, I know we reference the United States a lot, but, you know, America to me is the world. Wow, that came out really terrible. I guess the world is what... Hey, how about you go fuck yourself, Brighton, and you play the last culture song so you can end the song. Enjoy. <laughs> you are watching a master at work. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Stepping live in the place, smacking blood out his face. It's the principle, don't get it wrong. What I do to eat is nothing in comparison to what I do to keep. Self upright and exact. Spray the back if I have to defend the castle. Sling lasso, roping him till he recoup. Pass the keys to the coop. It's cute for the winds to scoot off. 95 North, cut from the cloth of a king who bears struggle. Endless lifeline, theology of time. Move when I made the motion to the mic to recite the dark that I had written. Light exists. In the darkness, instant gratification How far can you travel to Mike's bar? Water is the softest substance in the world But yet it can penetrate the hardest rock Or anything, granite, you name it uh, Water also is insubstantial By that I mean you cannot grasp hold You cannot punch it and hurt it Yeah, yeah, yeah See the godlike gleam so bright I gave birth to That you attract to Heart so fuller Make you wanna pull your trigger and get rid of Shiny ball militant head like Lou Gossett He's walking with the shining lamp of knowledge Glory be the Lord with the justice sword Supreme being all I see in Radiant sun, imperishable absolute Y'all salute, approximately three mil Bodies like an empty vessels I must fill Check where I came from Any godson or mason is my son English C lesson number one for the dumb If he ain't you a lemon son Then I never heard of one Back in gun, one on one, come and get some Water Now you put water into a cup becomes the cup. You put water into a bottle, it becomes the bottle. You put it in a teapot, it becomes the teapot. Now water can flow or it can crash. Be water, my friend. Yo, 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 I thought the sign red, no colors allowed. Well, how then? Give me a few. Just listen. Instead of wasting time trying to grab them back, the dominant magnetic will always attract. The unlike called to him to strive to be Now Eminem for example, just another sample of your worst nightmare Coming back at you, so beautifully designed The patience of time to see everything that has been always will be Now figure out the riddle, the never ending cycle Born in itself, back into the circle I'm thankful for the blessing, testing of the lessons Answers and questions, trials and tribulations that were set up on me It's hard for some to see, but it's clear as day to me